This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined with Diane Gossman. Hi, Diane. Hi, Steve. I'm so happy to be here. I am excited to have you back. Uh, You guys, uh, Diane is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, and today she is going to help us when we bring our spouse along to a business function or event. Um, So, Diane, if I'm at a business event, how do I introduce my spouse to a client? Okay, well, you know, this is going to be a little tricky, Steve, because there are social introductions and there are business introductions. And the key word here with this question you just gave me was business event. So when you are at a business event, the most important person's name is spoken first. Now, I know that you value your wife. I was about to say You value (laughs) anyone else in the room. (laughs) But because you're at a business event, you're going to defer to um, respect, and that would mean that your client or your boss, their name would be spoken first. You, so in other words, you personally don't feel like your boss is more important than your spouse. I know that. But because of the business protocol, the respect factor would be that you would mention your boss's name first and introduce him or her to your wife, or your client's name first, and introduce him or her to your wife. Now, socially, when you're out at a social event with friends and new friends and new acquaintances, you would introduce your wife, you would mention her name first, and introduce her to the person, your whoever, your other, you know, a friend or a client or or someone else. Well, actually... If it's a social event, you know, if that client gets thrown in again, I would, I would think, I would have to think twice. You might mention your client's name first. Just tell your wife, listen, this means <laughs> not, <laughs> he's paying our bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the protocol is the most important name is spoken first. But socially, then you would defer to, to gender and age still. Okay. But that's at a social occasion. In other words, you would you would introduce your grandma, you know, at a at a birthday party. Let's say somebody your wife threw you a great birthday party and your grandmother came and your friends came, you would mention your grandmother's name first and introduce her to your friends. Okay. And but, but what is if, that confusing enough for you? <laughs> I, I think I have it, but I do have a, a technical question which is Okay. Uh, my boss shows up and he's got two or three other colleagues with him. Uh you know, clearly the boss is the most important in the business sense. The wife is obviously more important, but the boss is important. Um, do you introduce the boss, go back to your wife, and then get acquainted with the other people in the group? Or is it you start with the boss, move around to everybody else, and then introduce them to your wife? I would start with the boss 
introducing him to, to my wife or her to my wife. And then I would go to the, to the colleagues, and let's just hope you remember all of their names, and I would introduce them as well, just because you're, you're following suit. Okay. And you brought up a great point, which is what if I can't remember their names? Oh, that's a really awkward moment, Steve. <laughs> and, you know, <clears throat> what we tend to do if we see someone and we don't remember them is we move away from them. And then they moved closer to us, and we move away <laughs> from them again. And, you know, they can tell that you don't remember them. And, the you know, the beauty of that is they probably don't remember your name either. So the best thing to do when you cannot remember someone's name, and even with these colleagues that are standing with your boss, or let's not say colleagues because you would know them if they were in your same sure. office, but uh-huh. let's just say some acquaintances, is you could just own it. Just say, you know, please forgive me. I'm, I'm having a brain freeze right now. Please remind me of your name. That's the best way to do it. You know, you've heard people say, well, just walk up to them, shake their hands and say your name, and then they'll say their name back. Yeah. No, they don't. (laughs) They don't. They didn't get that memo. (laughs) So you can try it. And if they do not respond with their name, then you can just say, please remind me of your name. Okay. That's the best way to remember someone. or That's the best way to get someone to give you their name. Now, you and your wife can have this silent little little uh, signal that if someone's walking up and you look at her a certain way, that just means, okay, introduce yourself. So she can introduce herself quickly so that awkward moment is gone. You know, that's always nice to, to have a little prior arrangement. See, I have to say this is this is my dirty little secret is I, I feel like I'm really great with faces, but I am terrible with <laughs> names. And my wife and I kind of have that little secret thing where sometimes and, and you know, so if you've been introduced this way, don't just assume I haven't remembered your name. But sometimes <laughs> sometimes uh, you know, I'll indicate to her like I don't remember their name and then she will just take the lead and go up and introduce herself, in which case they reciprocate and introduce themselves. And, and you're relieved. And then I'm relieved and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's John. That's right. I do remember his name. And yes, so- because people are so – there are some people that actually get offended when we can't remember their name. Really and truly, very few. But occasionally someone might be offended. But the reality is when we are in an uncomfortable situation, we might forget our own family member's name or our best friend's name for a split second because our brain is just kind of frozen for a minute. Yeah, you know, we're just we're we're caught in a we're like a deer in a headlight. <laughs> I will say I am working on it. I'm 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 working on it. I'm trying not to forget anybody's names in the future. Um, you know how you can remember someone's name? A little a little tip to remembering someone's name is use it. So when you introduce yourself, you're going to introduce yourself first and last name. You're never just Steve. You're Steve Cooper. Oh, okay. And when they introduce themselves back. Then, so if I introduced myself back to you and I said, hello, Steve, I'm Diane Gossman, then you would say, Diane, it's so nice to meet you, and continue to use my name periodically. <laughs> okay, so you, and, you inject the name in the, in the sentences and conversation yes, to burn it into Yes. Your, okay. That's a, it's that, not 100%, but it helps you. Yeah, and you know, yeah, and don't go over the top like, Diane. Well, Steve, 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 Steve. That's right. You're going to use your good judgment. <laughs> okay. Um, and here, here's another scenario. Um, I'm, I'm meeting my wife after work, uh, and I'm at a restaurant, and she, or, or, or she's meeting me, um, and I'm waiting for her. Should I go get the table and sit down and wait for her, or should, should I wait at the bar? 
how bad was your day? <laughs> you had to sit at that bar, belly up to the bar. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't think it's a horrible protocol faux pas to go wait for your wife at the bar, especially if you, you know, you know she's on her way and you have both. It's, it's fine with her. If it's fine with her, I think it's fine. But if the best thing to do, you know, if, if it's a very formal, um, I would say if it was a date, you'd wait for them up front at the lobby. If it's a client, you're going to wait for them at the, lo- at, at the lobby as well. Mm-hmm. If it's your wife and, and uh, you have a much more relaxed relationship, waiting for her at the bar isn't terrible, uh-huh. but it wouldn't be terrible to wait for her at, in the lobby as well, you know, to greet her when she walked in the door. How nice would that be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or even better, get me that table so I don't have to wait. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, sometimes we want a table. We want to just sit right down and start eating those nacho chips. <laughs> yeah. So best case scenario really is to have a reservation and then wait at the table. Right. Or at the lobby. You could or wait the, for her uh, at the lobby and open and, and greet her at the door. Okay. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. No, that is a really nice idea. I like that too. Um, now is it rude and you know, we can't help this sometimes, but is it rude to go to the restroom during the meal? (sighs) Rude is a harsh word. I wouldn't say rude. I think there's optimum times to go to the restroom, you know, and certainly when you get to the table, you order before your salad or your appetizer has come. That would be a good time to excuse yourself to go to the restroom. And, you know, sometimes we want to we want to quickly excuse ourselves to go wash our hands because we've, we've come in from outside and touched all kinds of grimy things. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the worst time to go is right in the middle of your entree. Okay. <laughs> because it means that, oh, my stomach doesn't feel very well. You know, that's the message it sends. It doesn't necessarily mean it. It's just the message it sends. So try and, and pick a better time, you know, before your appetizers get there or perhaps right before dessert while you're waiting for dessert. Okay. That's a, that's a, that's a great point. Um, now, do I need to and, – and this is I, – I, I, th- I feel like this is one of those classic – etiquette moves. Uh, do I need to stand when my wife leaves the table? And uh, a follow-up to that would be, uh, what if there are other couples at the table and say my wife gets up and along with an, another friend and they both uh, excuse themselves to the restroom or something? Do, do well, I here I go again. I'm going to give you two answers to the same question because in business, we're gender neutral, which means that if you were with a woman and not even your wife, but just a client at the table at lunchtime, you wouldn't stand coming when she came or when she, when she left or when she came back to the table. You, you, you say you would not stand. You would not stand. Okay. Socially, which is your wife, you're taking her out to dinner, or you are with your wife and then another couple, if they leave the table temporarily, you would kind of, you would do that little half stand, you'd stand for them and, and or you not not stand completely up, but you kind of that little crouch, you know, stand yeah. up a little mm-hmm. bit, a little stand, and then do the same thing when he uh, when she comes back to the table. And same for um the other woman that's at the table. Now, what if the husband doesn't do that? You know, yes. do you want to make the husband feel bad? So here we go. That's going to be one of those judgment calls you decide. <laughs> so, so I'm, you know, when we, we kind of lumped in the, you know, my wife gets up and goes to the restroom, you know, unannounced, by the way, you, she just excuses herself. <laughs> she doesn't, uh, this is mentioned in a previous podcast. The wife just gets up and says, excuse me, and doesn't announce the business she's about to attend to. Um, <laughs> but uh, what, it, you know, so you, 
we lumped into my wife with another friend getting up simultaneously. But what if it's just the the friend's wife that gets up? Uh, you know, sh- should I do that? You could, thing uh, you could you could kind of stand a little bit. That would be a nice social gesture. It might teach her husband to do the same. <laughs> That's a very passive aggressive way of saying, "Oh, we'll teach the other husband." <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you said that in business situations, it's gender neutral. So even if you're out uh, uh, having a meal with uh, a, a female. Um, client client or colleague or whatnot, uh, because it's gender neutral, they don't get that courtesy of you standing? It's really not even, oh, I hate to say they don't get the courtesy, because that's not how it's posed. You just wouldn't stand, just as they wouldn't stand for you. Now, that doesn't mean you don't open a door for them. If if their hands are full or if you get there first, by all means, you open the door for them because that's a courtesy, you know, across the board. Same, but if they, if a woman got to the door first in business, she wouldn't just stand and wait for you to open the door. She would grab the door and open it up. And if your hands were full of boxes or if they were, you know, if you were holding something in your hand, she would hold it open for you as well. Yeah, okay. Okay, terrific. And uh, that has opened the door for uh, the wrap-up. So uh, thank you, Diane. Uh, This has been another great episode, and I really appreciate your time. Oh, it's my pleasure. Always a great time. And everyone listening, you have been listening to Diane Gotsman, who is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, is the owner of the Protocol School of Business, a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals particularly happy couples, uh, striving to polish their interpersonal skills. You can get more information at protocolschooloftexas.com. You can follow Diane on Twitter at Diane Gotsman. You can also become a fan on Facebook, facebook.com slash protocolschooloftexas. And Diane is also the author of Pearls of Polish. And you can find all that information on Hitched under the Experts tab. And you can also listen to past podcast episodes under the Podcast tab. Or you could just subscribe through iTunes or the Zoom Marketplace and give us a uh, five-star rating because Diane is such a (laughs) tremendous resource of information and uh, you want to hear more. So uh, thank you one last time, Diane, and I look forward to doing this again soon. Same here, Steve. Okay, take care, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian, I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.